Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Hello, everyone. Thank you for being here and listening. I hope you heard the promo at the start of the show that you, as this podcast listener, can receive a significant discount on my services. So if you have been thinking about hiring a coach to get you to your weight, uh, your health, or other life goals, now is the time. And if you're still on the fence, go and read my past client testimonials. You can find these at my website, heatherheinen.com, or on my Instagram handle, Heinen Counseling and Coaching. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. Uh, on Instagram, it's in the highlights. And there are many, many client testimonials. I really can get you where you want to be and so that you will stay there for the rest of your life. No more dieting, no more yo-yoing, no more food and body chatter. Become a normal eater, feel normal with food. There's a lot of freedom, you guys. So get in touch. Email me at info at heatherheinen.com or you can DM me on Instagram. All right, let's start today's topic. Today we are talking about escaping yourself and this is about not wanting to experience yourself or your life fully. It's about only wanting to experience parts of yourself or parts of your life, the parts you want, the parts that feel good rather than being present with all of it. And here's the problem. When we're not willing to be with all of it and if you're not willing to be with all of you, then you use food to try and create what you perceive as a better feeling, to hide away, to not have to deal, to numb out. You use food to escape whatever is happening in the moment. I want you to think about the times you binge or overeat. So you're thinking about the times that you binge or overeat. What goes on before you do it? Some of the things I hear most often from clients are that you're thinking about food a lot, you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, anxious, lonely, or bored, or you might simply just be feeling an urge to binge or overeat due to the habit. So, so something is happening that you don't want to happen. Thoughts and feelings are happening that you do not want to be experiencing. There also may be things around you that are happening too that you don't want to happen. So <clears throat> could be situations that are going on in life that you don't want to have happen. People are doing things and saying things and things are happening that are out of your control. So rather than think about all of it and rather than feel crappy, you know, we turn to food so that you don't have to think about it as much so that you can numb yourself or try to feel better. So it's really a distraction from all the things in your life or from the one thing that's bothering you. When I think back to the most common binge scenarios for me, I really can see that as being true. My urges bothered me. I didn't like to feel those urges in my body. They were uncomfortable. So I would eat to numb, numb them. And being lonely or bored bothered me. So I ate to give myself something to do and to feel better in the moment. 
my reoccurring thoughts about eating, about food, about weight, about all those things bothered me. So I ate to stop thinking about them momentarily. The, the thing is, and y'all know this, eating didn't truly help any of it. You know, it really didn't work. I felt lonely and binged. I'd, I'd end up spending more time alone feeling lonely and felt especially alone uh, because then there was shame around the binging. And as I would think about how I was stuck in this eating habit, this restriction habit, and then this binging habit that I didn't think anyone could help me with. And I'd also feel <clears throat> so terrible physically that it stopped me from connecting with people because I felt so low, so drained of energy. I literally had no desire to move and I just lay around and watch TV and even that I didn't really enjoy. I wanted to escape the loneliness and in doing it, I created more of it. Eating did not solve it or make me not be lonely. It just distracted me from it for a little bit and then compounded the problem. So if I was thinking about eating too much and feeling an urge to binge and then I binge to make it go all go away. I never solved that problem of why I had so many thoughts about eating and why I was feeling urges. I just pushed them away with the eating. So they'd come back. I just kept doing the same thing over and over. I was literally teaching my brain that this is how we deal with thoughts and urges and feelings we don't like that are uncomfortable or that are really, really, really uncomfortable. So it continued to be my go-to. Just like how some people teach themselves that drinking is the way, something happens and they think, I need a drink. Something happens for you and you think, I need to eat. You think you need to eat because you think you need to get away from whatever it is. So instead of solving problems or just letting things be, you escape them. You escape your thoughts you just shove them to the side. And now I've talked before about dismissing thoughts and letting them go or just letting them be, but know that that process I follow for dismissing is different than distracting from or pushing away. When you're dismissing, you are facing your thoughts. You are understanding them, you are questioning them, you're challenging them, and you're changing them. When you're escaping, you're not doing any of that. You're just ignoring them, hoping that they'll go away, but they won't if you don't deal and process them. It's, it's like if you have a problem with someone in your immediate family or a close friend, and instead of working the issue out through conflict resolution communication, you decide to ignore it. It feels too difficult to have the uncomfortable talk, and so you ignore and push away the thoughts, feelings about the issue. Well, we all know what happens here. Resentment will build and the relationship will break down. And eventually that closeness with this person you cared or loved really gets lost. This isn't what you wanted at all. And now because you ignored and pushed things away to feel okay for a moment, created a long-term awful result. The relationship is broken. So think about it. If every day was filled with sunshine, perfect health, unlimited joy, would you truly appreciate those moments? Or would they become, I don't know, like mundane and lose their value? It's the contrast of experiences that adds depth and richness to our lives. I'm going to say that again. It's the contrast of experiences that adds depth and richness to our lives. This is very Jungian philosophy in nature, but it's so, so true. The challenges and struggles we face make the triumphs and the moments of happiness even more meaningful. 
Without darkness, we cannot truly appreciate the light. Um, I really would suggest it if you, if you have a hard time grasping some of this, like how we need the hard times, the darkness in order to experience the joy. Um, anything written by Carl Jung really is, uh, really good, um, at discussing this. Anyway, that was a side note. Okay. By escaping from discomfort and trying to avoid the negative aspects of life, you are inadvertently robbing yourself of the opportunity to grow, to learn, and to become a stronger person. You're missing out on valuable lessons and challenges and insights that can only be gained through facing adversity. When you choose to escape yourself and avoid your thoughts and feelings, you're essentially running away from the opportunity to develop resilience, emotional intelligence, and self-awareness. And these are, you know, th those are essential qualities for personal growth and creating a fulfilling life and creating fulfilling relationships. So instead of using food as a means of escape, it's worth it to consider embracing the discomfort and challenges that come your way. You know, taking a moment to pause and acknowledge your thoughts and feelings. Allow yourself to fully experience them, to fully feel them without judgment or the need to immediately change them. Being present with your thoughts and emotions, you can begin to understand their root causes and underlying patterns. And this self-awareness, which is what I work with many of my clients on at some point in their journey, this self-awareness opens up the possibility for growth and transformation. It allows you to challenge negative core beliefs, reframe your perspective, and develop healthier coping mechanisms for stress in life, for feelings you don't want to feel, for thoughts you don't want to be having. Remember that discomfort is not a sign of weakness or failure. It is a natural part of life. By accepting and embracing it, you empower yourself to navigate through difficult situations with resilience and grace. You become an active participant in your own life rather than a passive observer. I also want to just remind you that discomfort, you know, again, not a sign of weakness or failure, and it is a natural part of life. I really want you to hear that. Discomfort is happening no matter what. Whether you practice trying to escape it, it will come back. There is always going to be discomfort in life. I just, you know, I always think about that life is in thirds. One third is going to be happy, happy, joy, excitement, all those feelings we love to feel. A third's probably going to be neutral. We're just having some neutral feelings, some, you know, neutral thoughts. But the other third is going to be uncomfortable. And, and we need that. We need those challenges to be able to have that one-third joy. So it's just important to recognize no matter what you do, you will have discomfort. So figuring out how to handle that in a more healthy, productive way is so important because this is life. We're not changing it. This is life. Escaping yourself may provide that temporary relief, but it ultimately hinders your personal growth and prevents you from living a truly fulfilling life. Embrace the entirety of your experiences, both the good and the bad. Allow yourself to be present, to learn, and to grow. In doing so, you'll discover a depth and richness in life that surpasses any fleeting escape for the moment. So take just just a little moment to reflect on your desire 
to escape yourself. Consider the costs and the missed opportunities that come with avoiding discomfort. Are you willing to experience all aspects of yourself in life, even the challenging ones? Embracing the journey of self-discovery and personal growth, you will see, you will find that escaping yourself is no longer necessary. I hope you found something valuable from today's episode. And if you did, would you leave a review for the podcast from whatever podcast platform you're listening from? This really does help me to keep the podcast going and releasing a new episode every week. Please pass this podcast along to anyone in your life who might find value from it. And as always, thank you for listening. I appreciate you being here and we will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have.